Brome Geeks proudly presents Gag on These Balls. The following audio may contain language that isn't suitable for a younger audience. The opinions expressed are solely those of the speaker themselves and may contain spoilers for current sporting events. Grown Geeks makes no claim to ownership of any of the teams, franchises, or various sources discussed. Listener discretion is advised. For today's topics, we'll be covering the top five running backs with alternates. We'll do our week two prediction recap as well as we'll recap some of the events that occurred during week two because everybody getting injured. And then we'll be covering our week three predictions. Enter the coin. Make sure to scan the QR code on the right to check out the YouTube page. Scan the QR code on the left for the Facebook page. Without further ado, we're getting to your host with the most... Brent and Tony. How are we doing this evening, Dan Quinn Hater? Now, it, it needs to happen. Thank you for your your coaching for the first two years here, but you need to go home. I'm sorry. There's no way in hell that you should have lost that game to Dallas. I understand we lost like four people on defense, but all they had to do was fall on that ball, and y'all stood there like ring around the roses. But that's enough. Don't have me venting on this, man. You're probably going to need to see some venting time on that one, a little bit of therapy, and a little bottle. bit of a bottle. Oh, I got my bottle. Don't worry about that. I ain't worried about that. All right. Now, we are going to jump right on into the top five running backs. Tony, you're going to start this topic. All right, let's go with my number five, who I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to hate. But you cannot just say that this man is not arguably one of the top five of all time. Now, I will say that he was my last one in. My first three were no doubts. My, my fourth one was kind of like, you know what, I, I can't argue this, but it was between this one and another guy. But I went with this one just because of the era and as if you watched our other shows you know that's what I, I take into consideration i take it to the era that they played in and my number five is oj simpson mm. and i'm yes buffalo bills oj simpson even though he played the 49ers for mm, oj simpson on the buffalo bills was almost unstoppable he was my first cut. And I, I can understand because like we'll talk about the alternates. I'll tell you my alternate that I've had a hard time cutting, but it's just I his later part of his career, I was too young to really appreciate what I was seeing. But as I got older and watched the highlights out and I saw his career and how he how he just willed that that offense i couldn't cut i couldn't make it a cut against him uh he only had he has just over eleven thousand rushing yards but his yards per attempt were 4.7 per yard which against the stack eight man front is impressive mm -hmm. by anybody's standards i mean when you played them you keyed on oj and it didn't matter and he went to five all-stars all, all pro bowl so and he led the greatest car chase in televised history. In history. That made the Broncos sales go up. They Anybody did a relaunch with OJ in like commercial a little bit. And it's like, man, they know how to advertise. Uh, 
So yeah, I know that's going to be some hate, but I'm not looking at personal life. I don't look at personal life. I look at what you did in the sport. Mm-hmm. So OJ at five. OJ at five. So now my number four, which I'm pretty sure is going to be a lot higher on people's list, is Walter Payton. Sweetness himself. Sweetness. Great nickname. So honestly, if there was a Mount Rushmore of running backs, he is on that, on everybody's list. If you are a smart football fan, absolutely. it, It doesn't matter if he's four or one or two or three. He's on there somewhere. He's in the argument for top running back with anybody uh over sixteen thousand career rushing yards 110 rushing touchdowns twenty-one thousand yards from scrimmage twenty-one thousand. that's also reception for those who don't know that's he was catching the ball and running away from people wasn't he doing returns for a minute there too uh briefly was they only did it when they needed it Mm. and of course he was on the 85 bears team that you know only lost one time Oh, Bears. So, and he was an integral part of them with Big Man and Refrigerator and Dent and Singletary. You know, they had the great defense, but you had McMahon and Walter Payton for that offense. And again, he falls into the category of we, we got to stop him, but we can't. He was just so like only, He only went to uh, five Pro Bowls. He did have a fumbling issue, which kept me from putting him in my – uh, higher than what he is, but he made up for it by getting to 21,000 rushing yards, uh, 21,000 scrimmage yards. I'm sorry. So uh, he did have, I think he won the Super Bowl MVP that year in 85. I think he did. I'm pretty much sure he did. I'm pretty sure he won that one. I know he had a single MVP year as well on his yeah. resume. And he was all pro five times, nine time pro bowler. So yeah, and he he didn't make the Pro Bowl when his career was on the downward trend. He those nine he earned. Mm. So that's my number four. There was less yeah. fan servicing when they had that voting. Yeah, it was it was more let's let's look at your stats. Let's look at what you do in the game. It wasn't okay popularity contest. Nah, it was who earned it. That's and if you look back then, it was a lot of people that weren't con- consistent all pros or pro bowl selections that would make it just because of the year they were having, which is what it's supposed, it's supposed to be. But now it's, oh, Brady's a pro bowler. Now nah, we ain't even voted yet. That's how it's going to be. We know he's going to make the pro bowl. Yeah, because the NFL, the pro bowling sh- vote should be done. And what have you done for me now? It's not right. what have he's you done for me in the past. I don't care what you did in the past. It's pro bowler for this year. This year and this year alone, because it's been a couple times – well, the best quarterback in the league ain't making wasn't Manning wasn't Manning or Brady, but they were there. So, all right, number three, number three, played for the. I'm only going to say the Houston Oilers because I'm not talking about that nasty ass black and gold team he played for for one year. <laughs> mm. Houston Oilers, Earl Campbell. 1978 to 1985. I watched him play. And when I say he had power and finesse, it, it was that. His power was uh, unbelievable. I mean, he, I want to say they were grabbing him by his jersey. The jersey would just come off like it was just paper. paper. Just- he would just keep running, and he would just drop his shoulder. And, of course, during the era where any hits were legal, 
anything. And he performed at a high, high level. He was seven seasons. He had over 8,000 yards and 73 rushing touchdowns, which his numbers are low. But we also got to understand that the team he was on, they weren't primarily a running team. No. He was a complement to their team. Warren Moon was their quarterback at the time, right? Right. Yeah, and he was also a running quarterback. So the yards that Moon took would have went to Earl Kemp. But they were the two-headed monsters. So. And they had Bruce Matthews protecting them. And his career was cut short because of the physicality that he ran with, which is what always kills a running back's career is how hard you run. I mean, look at Devontae Freeman. For us, when he was with us, he was a punisher. He dropped his head and he would punish you. Then he started getting concussions, which is what happens when you play more physical than the finesse running backs. Because Le'Veon's going to have a hell of a long career because he's all finesse. But then Devontae just got signed by the Giants. They had no choice. They had no choice. <laughs> the running back market was scarce. So we, but we look at like Warwick Dunn. Outstanding human back. being as well. He is not a power back by any means. He is a strictly finesse back. Warren, Warwick Dunn took the least amount of hits I have ever seen a, court, a running back take in his career. He would get to that spot and he would roll and drop. Every time he was not taking that big hit because he was not a big dude and that was not his game. Great pass catcher, great finesse runner. He did everything you asked him to do. He was great pass blocking. It's just he that was the way he played. Yeah. So Earl Campbell, he uh NFL, he got the MVP once and all pro three time, and he's a Hall of Fame member. So there's no way I could exclude him out of my top five. But he is at three. Going to number two. Number two. It's a man who played for a team that was his name, Jim Brown, Good. 1957 to 1965. 106 rushing touchdowns, 5.2 rushing yards per attempt. He averaged 104 yards per game. He averaged 104. Let's take this into perspective. To average 140 yards, you must get at least 180 yards and below. You must not ever go below 100 yards rushing. He never went below 100 yards rushing. Oh, my God. It is His numbers are among the best all time. I mean, he ended with 12,000 yards rushing total. All pro, he was a pro bowler nine times and he was an all pro eight times. But Jim Brown, to watch him physically carry to Cleveland Browns to victory after victory, and nobody have an answer for this man. And again, this was during the time they just got rid of those leather helmets. So <laughs> those things are scary. Had, the helmets they had back in the 50s. They did not care about your safety at all. And to run with your head and not. Jim Brown, I I can't say enough about him. Number two. And then number one. Number one of all time. I'm pretty sure we agree on this. Oh, we agree on this. I don't even need to hear who it is. is, I know. There is no doubt in my mind that he's the number one running back of all time. Over 15,000 career rushing yards, 99 rushing touchdowns, five yards per attempt. 
99.8 rushing yards per game. I want to say he also holds the record for the least amount of negative plays, which is saying a lot because you can't name one person that was on his offensive line. You can't name his quarterback off the top of your head. You cannot name his wide receivers. He was the offense for the Detroit Lions and is the one and only Barry Sanders. Barry. Barry. If you'd have put Barry Sanders on a team with a competent offensive line, not even a good people that could make holes so he wouldn't have to juke and jive, give him a, a decent quarterback, we wouldn't have been talking about another running back with all these records. It would have been all Barry. And his career would have been at least five seasons longer. And he 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 basically did what Calvin Johnson did. He gave up on the Lions franchise. Who hasn't I, given up on the Lions franchise? I've I've seen, I saw him play in person. I saw him when he came here, and he totally destroyed my Falcons. He destroyed the entire defense on one play. We had this man six yards behind the line of scrimmage. He Dead to rights. <laughs> Every single tackle and ran 50 yards for a touchdown. I was like, are you kidding me? And he did that to each and every team he faced on an offensive line that I could probably get at least a goal yard sneak against. Because, like, the thing is, the only man who I've even seen have that level of explosiveness remotely close to Barry was when I saw Reggie Bush live. When it's USC Trojans days where he lit not, up the University of Washington Huskies for a not, punt return touchdown, yet. a rushing touchdown, and a receiving touchdown. He juked out the entire defense special teams every single time. He sucked in not, the NFL. Not NFL Reggie but Bush. But college Reggie Bush USC. was an animal. Because when Lito Shepard lit his ass up coming around in that sweet back, he didn't want no more the NFL. No, he was <laughs> he done. Didn't want, he didn't want it's like, oh, you guys hit like that up here? I'm good. I'm just going to marry Kardashian. <laughs> So, yeah, Barry Sanders, number one, 1989 to 98, which probably he could have went to at least 2005 if they would have tried to at least help him. I want to say one of the wide receivers he had was Carlos Rogers. He was a bust at best pedestrian receiver. So then they have more. Wasn't he a quarterback? I don't know. They went through so many quarterbacks, I stopped caring. So – that is, is my top point. five. Brent, let me hear yours. What's your number five, sir? My number five did not even make your list. He is very arguable, though. I will say it was mm-hmm. a personal preference pick, but his career did speak for itself. It was up there. I'm going to San Diego for Ladanian Tomlinson. I'm giving LT his due. 13,684 yards, 4.3 yards per carry, 145 rushing touchdowns. He broke the single-season rushing touchdown record, which, to my knowledge, is still his at 31, 32, which is insane running back numbers, even if you play Madden a lot. I got 50. I'm not strong. LT also had 621 receptions, 4,772 yards with 17 touchdowns to boot. He's a five-time Pro Bowler, three-time first-team All-Pro, three-time second-team All-Pro, two-time rushing leader, three-time touchdown leader, and he was the 2006 MVP. He made Phillip Rivers look like a great quarterback. He made his O-line, who I can't name anybody, look great. And him and Antonio Gates were that San Diego offense that carried them to a couple um, appearances in the playoffs, but quick outs because, well, 
you're playing the AFC. It wasn't Chuck. And he was then. he was a Madden goat. I just want to say that he one of my friends had him on his squad, and he won every game until the championship game when the coach said when his Chargers had already made the playoffs and they set Ladanian down. <laughs> <laughs> he lost in the championship game because Ladanian did not play. Ladanian carried my fantasy team because my first year playing fantasy football, side tangent, Sean Alexander, I drafted him, broke the touchdown mm-hmm. record, I won the league. Second year, I drafted LT, won, broke the record, won. And then after that, it's been hit or miss from there. But LT carried my fantasy team that year, but... He was an amazing running back all time. I put him top five. He's at least top ten honorable mention if you're going to go to the semantics of it and get dig through it. I agree with that. At number four, you had him at all the way up at number two, which I'm not going to argue at, at, about at all. Jim Brown. Man was a class act, phenomenal player, 12,000-plus yards, 50. 5.2 yards per carry, 106 touchdowns, 262 receptions for almost 2,500 yards. He was one yard shy of that. He had 20 touchdowns, one-time Super Bowl way back in the day, nine-time Pro Bowler, eight-team, first-team All-Pro, one-time second-team All-Pro. He was a three-time MVP, eight-time rushing leader, and he was a five-time NFL touchdown leader. Jim Brown was an absolute stud at the running back position. I don't know how, you, I don't know how you can't have him in your top three. <sighs> because but I'm gonna, you're going to hate number three. I know. Number three played for your favorite team, the Dallas Cowboys, Emmett Smith. Everyone will, if you're a Look. statistician pick, you're going to put Emmett higher, but due to the conversations me and Tony have had several times off air, Emmett, <laughs> if he played with a crap O-line, which he did for the Cardinals near the waning part of his years, he's an average running back at best. Running behind one of the greatest lines of all time, which he's we did up there. Cover. We did cover that offensive line in one of our other videos. Which you should check out, you should like, you should subscribe and see everything we do. I will say that if we just went by numbers, like if we didn't know anything about the game and all we looked at were numbers, you cannot discount Emmett. But if you watch the game and paid attention to the the trenches, as you know, we all call them, that offensive line that he ran behind was arguably the top one in the league every single year that was one of their strengths and honestly if you take anybody off of my top five your top five and the alternates and put them behind that line in their prime they go up the list there's no doubt they break they're going to break the records faster than Emmett did though if you take my number one Barry and put him behind that line the numbers that he put up Barry would be the goat all time he would have to be at that. The point. numbers that he put up, it it would be never never caught never. But because it was Emmett, who yes, can't take away from his career, brilliant career, battles with the 49ers, great. It was that's what football was. But the offensive line was the key to his success. Did he get put into a great situation? Sure did. Not gonna argue that. Because he had quarterback help, he had wide receiver help. His O line was legendary. I mean, legendary, and the defense that he played with was, was great too. Can't and as much as that. we don't like uh, Jerry Jones, we have to give him credit. He built a fantastic team 
at that time. Let's let's put it like this. If we take Emmett Smith during the same decade, same time frame, and put him on Cleveland, does he have the same success? No. If we take Emmett, same time frame, put him on the Jets, does he have the same success? I can't name one lineman on the Jets, so no. Now, you can argue that if he put him on the Steelers or the Cowboys, he, he probably would have had – he wouldn't have put up the numbers he had with the Cowboys because that's not how those teams were built. The 49ers weren't built for running backs. They were built for Jerry and Montana. The running back was, okay, good, you're here. We'll give you the ball. Just to make sure you play honest defense. You don't st- you don't just play eight-man in coverage. Right. And that's basically what he did in Dallas. You had eight men in Irving. So they couldn't load the box against him. Then you add into the fact that all his offensive line could make holes that you or me could run through for a couple all pro seasons, maybe. Maybe one I can get you a one two yard game. Then I'm falling like work. Right. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not taking any hits. Do a barrel but, roll. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not gonna try to discredit his career. He had a great career. He and like you said, you play with the hand that you're dealt. That was the hand he was dealt, and he took advantage of it. That's why he was at number three, because the hand he was dealt was absolutely amazing. He, 18,355 yards, record 4.2 yards per carry, 164 rushing touchdowns, which is the record. He had 515 receptions, 3,224 yards with 11 touchdowns. He won three Super Bowls, eight-time Pro Bowler, four-time first-team All-Pro, two-time second team, and he was the 1993, the year of my birth, MVP. And I will say he was my first cut between him and OJ. That was, that was the problem I was having. I had to take into account everything. I had to give the man his due based upon the stats that were presented. If you do watch the tape, he is worse than any of my honorable mentions and anyone I have on my list. But due to what we've seen and what the facts are, I had to give him his due. Right. So, yeah, he would have been in my top five, but being six all time on my list. So no shame. Still no shine. It's, you're still better than everybody, half the people out there. So, At number two, we had Sweetness, Walter mm-hmm. Payton. 16,726 yards, 4.4 yards per carry, 110 touchdowns, 492 receptions, 4,500 receiving yards with 15 touchdowns as well. Nine-time Pro Bowler, seven-time first-team All-Pro, one-time second-team All-Pro. He was the MVP in 1977 and that year, he also won the 1977 NFL Man of the Year. So not only was mm-hmm. he a great player, he was a great human being as well. The thing that also worked for him was Mike Ditka, one of the greatest football coaches of all time. We can talk about what he says now because he's an idiot when he's saying stuff now. But back That's in coaching, good. he said that the best running back I have ever seen in my entire life was Sweetness. And we're it, talking about Bears Ditka, not Saints yeah. Ditka. Yeah, Bears Ditka, huge difference. And talk about Saints Ditka. Saints, Saints Ditka did not, he did not, he did not go well. Straight away an entire draft for a running back. I'm saying it. <sighs> That's why everyone is very picky about running backs nowadays. Um, Trade away I the like whole it. kitchen okay. sink for that. At number one, we consensusly agreed, Barry. Barry. If. If you have time at home, folks, just Google Barry Sanders highlight tapes. You will be left in awe at the stuff he does. The man moves like Jello. 
he can get in and out of any little crevice or any little gap, any little thing on that offensive line, whether they made a hole or not, he will make one. Barry was just something special. He was elusive. That was him. And he could run he you was. over, too. In his highlights, he, he was, was running people over. And he was fast. Barry was a fast little truck fucker. He was, I'm sorry. Because his college days were also impressive when he played mm-hmm. at OK State. Mm-hmm. 15,269 yards, five yards per carry, which is still insane considering the lack of talent he played with. 99 touchdowns, 352 receptions, 2,921 yards, 10 touchdowns. He had a 10-year career. Every single year he went, he played, he went to the Pro Bowl. Every single year. I don't think anybody Pro Bowler. else. I don't think anybody else can say that they went every year you played Pro Bowl. Every year they played. Nobody. And Barry played against some competition like Emmett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's NFC. They played all the time. But Barry was better. I don't think he won a playoff game. I know they made the playoff cup. I don't think they won a playoff game. Even with Barry, which is tragic. The man and him and Megatron deserve better than Detroit. They made the most of what they had. Detroit is where your career goes to die. Nah, I wouldn't say that. That's New York. The Jets. If you go to either two teams, yeah, your career's over. Unless you're, like, outstanding. Because, like, the Jets is Namath. And then Barry and Megatron are the other two names that come to mind for Detroit. So, but yeah, he was six-time first-team All-Pro, four-time second-team All-Pro, the 1997 MVP, and he was a four-time rushing leader. Barry freaking Sanders. Watch the highlight tape, folks. I'm just saying. Okay, side note, because I am watching college football right now. For the people who like college football. Kansas State is up three against Oklahoma with four and a half minutes left in the game. Oh, it's root for the upsets. Always root for it. 24 unanswered points. Okay. Now that we're back on tangent, we are going to recap our week two NFL predictions. Wait, you don't want to do alternates? Oh, ooh, you got me. Alternates. You want me to go first? You want to go first? Yeah, go first. Because yeah, you go first, and I'll knock mine out. My alternates were OJ. He was my first knockoff. Eric Dickerson. Yep. Earl Campbell. Frank Gore made the list due to the longevity of his career and how well he's played considering. Jim Taylor. I would, I would say he would be top 15. Jim Taylor made the list as well. Ooh, okay. Gail Sayers and Marcus Allen. Okay. I think the only one, like, I had most of those. I had Dickerson. Like I said, Emmett was my first cut. So my first cut and your first cut was flip-flopped. Basically the same thing. And I had Marcus Allen, and I had LT was my seventh. That's no shame and in I that. Threw, I threw on Terrell Davis just because. Short career without, was the only thing that cut him from the list. Short career. And honestly, without him, I don't think the Broncos would have been as successful, even with Elway. Elway needed some help. He didn't need a world of help. But Terrell and Davis gave him a world of help the year they gave him to. a world. And, you know, the injuries just got him. And if he wouldn't have been injured as much as he was during the, in the second half of his career. Because that was right where the NFL was going from physical to soft. It was on that, yeah, that little was, small window where we're alternating into it. 
and he still made the Hall of Fame with what he did. So he would have he probably would have made my top five if he would have played two or three more years. How many years would he needed? I mean, he he only played what six years. Yeah, he was in and out. I would need at least ten to twelve. Okay, at least because longevity does help, but in some cases, like Barry and Megatron, you can you can knock it, but it's not like it's a world. And they still play. They still played a decade, so yeah. Uh, except Megatron, he played nine. I mean, he was just one short of a decade. He was just one short, but the, he was just fed up with Detroit. Which um, you can't be hate. You can't hate on for that. So, and all right, now we're yeah. on to the week two recap. Yeah, week two recap, which I knew it was gonna happen. We did phenomenally for you folks at home. Just so you know, we can call ourselves experts based off week two. Out of sixteen games. We had 13 wins. We only had three losses. The only games we got wrong last week were the Vikings and Colts game. Which was a shock. And then the, the Saints, Saints and the Raiders. Raiders, which was also another shock. But I loved it. I'm sure you did. Drew Brees played like garbage. But we had My MVP discussion. pick is going to hurt. If, if this is how he's going to play all year, I'm going to be so wrong. And then we had Thursday night football wrong, which is hard to predict a week out. But due to scheduling constrictions, that's what we had to do. We got the Dolphins and Jaguars wrong. Dolphins won handily, I might add. With Fitz it magic. Was Fitz, it was Fitz magic versus Minshew mania. It was the beard versus the mustache. We already know beards win. Beards are better. I can't pull beards off just a mustache. mustache. It's not It's not the look. Every other game we got right. So for you folks at home, it means we're pretty damn smart. You should listen to us. So this week what we're going to do, we're going to do something different. We're going to flip a coin. And to be fair, I'm, I'm going to see if my daughter's available. Hold on. So I want you to make your prediction. prediction. What do you want? Heads or tail? I won't tell her. So what do you want? Tails. Flip this coin and tell me what it is. I'm not going to tell you what what's going to be. She said it is tails. You get to go first, you little short fucker. I'm pretty sure I'm taller than you. I know I'm short shit. <laughs> All right. So the first game we got on the docket is my New England Patriots playing the undefeated Oakland Raiders. For that one, I will be picking the New England Patriots. Cam Newton's having a hell of a season, making your comeback player of the year look absolutely amazing. Right now, I'd have him at top 10 MVP voting, maybe top 5 if we're going to get a little bit fanboyish. but Kind of, kind of, yeah, maybe. He's on the fringe. Probably on the fringe of 5. Because the season ended today... Prescott would be at number two, and Russell Wilson would be number one. But it's I'm only just week saying two. That so. I, I believe you're going to win this mm. this matchup, just because I want to say Ruggs is injured, even though he wasn't doing too much. I think Waller's injured; he's their number one target, the tight end, and somebody else is injured. They got like three injuries, so I don't know if that defense can stop Bill Belichick. Because I'm not going to say can they stop Cam. I'm going to say, can they stop Bill Belichick? Because that's who they need to stop. Because Belichick's going to wreck Carr. Carr well, is I mean, a subpar quarterback who's gotten by for whatever reason. But the thing is, can your Patriots defense step up and stop the Raiders? 
we stopped the Dolphins, and then we just played the MVP in well, Russell Wilson, and we took him to the wire. We only lost you still by lost. five. You lost. You still lost the game. You, you guys game, lost so. by like seventeen. What's we? Our defense is like twenty eighth out of thirty two. What's your point? Why you gotta Same. bring up old stuff? With he just won Dan Quinfire. I take New England Patriots game one. I hate you. That's a you took the easy pick, so I'm gonna take the easy pick too, fucker. The second game you know, is the Bears and Falcons. No, no, no. I'm going down my list. I'm not going by no. You're not going by this list, okay? We got negative. I'm going by. I'm going through what I got because I put a lot of work. I printed this out. Mr. Fancy Pants over there, what do you got? I'm going to pick on – I'm going to say I'm gonna, my game that I'm going to pick is the Buccaneers and the Broncos. Oh, you're picking and an easy one. I'm going to pick the Buccaneers. All right, so I have the Broncos <laughs> You in this have one. the Broncos. Who is missing Drew Locke and Cortland Sutton. And, <laughs> and Von Miller and – it's like they the whole team's gone. Isn't what the, the tight end hurt too? Isn't he hurt too? No, 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 no. Our no fans still good. No fans still there. It's literally fan against the world because I can't. Uh, Jeff Driscoll. That's the quarterback they went with. He had a good game filling in. So lost. It's a, it's a whole. It's a whole new defense though. This this defense is not. Ready for Mike Evans. Chris Godwin is questionable this week. Doesn't matter. Still Mike Evans. And, and Gronk might actually show up for a change. Gronk has like two receptions all year. He should have stayed in retirement if this is what he was going to do. But we kind of knew it was going to happen. Because like I said, you had Evans and Godwin on the outside. Then here comes Gronk. Okay. But then they went and grabbed Fournette. And they still had O.J. Howard beforehand. There's, there's, there's only one ball. So somebody's numbers are going to drop. Seems like it's Gronk, although that was Brady's favorite weapon when he was out here. I mean, who else he had to throw to besides Edelman? That was it at this point in time. So you're taking the Buccaneers against the Broncos. That's right. Then I am going to do an easy pick as well, since we're just going to start trying to get the cheap Ws. Goddamn right. I am going to take the San Francisco 49ers over the New York Giants, who are Saquon Barkley-less. He is out for the year with an ACL. He's donezo. 49ers' whole team may be injured, but they are still better than the Giants. First of all, it ain't their whole team that's injured. All of their starters are injured. Garoppolo, running back. Moster Coleman. Is oh, Coleman is out. Kittle's out. Kittle is out. Who De is he going to throw to? Debo on, is also me. out as well. You said the 40, so I got the Giants. I might take that one. I might. <laughs> oh, yeah, because Danny Dimes is suddenly going to beat. Oh, Nick Bosa is also out. But the oh, defense wait, is still too it? good. Solomon Thomas is out. Their D-line's stacked. They have, they're like six deep on D-line. They'll be fine. Look, the Giants' offensive line's trash. It is. They just signed And they're going to destroy Freeman. They're going to destroy Freeman, put him back into retirement. Okay. It's, That's some bullshit, though. <laughs> <laughs> Make some picks. What do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with go with a, a good game. The Cardinals at the Lions. Ooh. Trash-ass Lions. I'm going to take the Cardinals. Ah. <laughs> Come on, Matthew Stafford. Have me a game. <laughs> Let's go. It depends on which version of Stafford you get. At this point, though, Kyler Murray would be number three or four in the MVP discussion. All, He's playing great football. 
you would not disrespect the baller here like that. He would be number two. He's playing better. He's not playing better in Prescott right now. Yes, he is. Prescott only looked good because of the defense he played in week two. <laughs> it's still just worth it getting you to say that every time. You can see the visible hurt on your face when you talk about Dan Quinn. Look, man, I've been a fan of this team since the 70s. I went to Atlanta, Florida County Stadium. My great-grandmother's house was what is now the blue parking lot at Turner Field. I was there. I know what heartache is. This isn't heartache. This is frustration. It's a difference. When you have a top 10, arguably top five offense, and you hire a guy that said he is a defensive-minded coach, and his best defense was ranked 17th. His average defense is ranked 22nd. But you are not a defensive-minded coach, you bum. <laughs> you want him to go back to Seattle and everything that, that has was, to do with that. That was not his defense in Seattle. <sighs> All right. You got the Lions. I have. I'm stuck with Lions. The only way I pull that off is if Matthew Safford, just him and Galladay, just have a what, huge what if, day. What if Swift turns into Barry, though? What if it clicks for him? You know, it takes rookies while, a while to adjust to the NFL. What if he gets? I don't like Swift that much, though. That's the thing. I look. I'm a dog fan. I've seen him play. I actually <laughs> liked him better than Chubb when we were here. But you know, he was number four on the run on the depth chart. I think at that time. Chubb's a stud, though. He God, can even run. <laughs> making Cleveland look good. But right. while I'm in my to Philadelphia jersey, I'm gonna oh, pick. Really? I'm gonna pick them over the Bengals. Oh, you know what? I'll take I'll take that. I'll take that. That one's a good pick them, but I'm wearing an Eagles jersey. There's no way I could pick First against all, them right now. My offensive MVP is looking like the offensive MVP, the rookie offensive MVP. That's what he's looking like, right or wrong. Burrow looks everything the part of a number one overall pick. I'm not going to take that from you. 590 yards, 65 rushing. He's not. Mixon's helping out a lot more than I thought he was going to. I will give him Mixon, that. Mixon, they need to run it back. AJ Green is having a pedestrian year though, so he's not really helping my comeback pick. But my there's only so many targets that can go around. They got to get their chemistry think, right. Do we think AJ might be done though? He's on his latter part. He's he's out. I can see him on his way out the door in the next two years. He's not going to get a big contract next year. No one's going to be. Uh, giving not. him his top receiver money. But I'm taking the Eagles. The defense is still good. Miles Sanders will come in strong for me. And maybe Carson Wentz's offensive line will fix him. And why does it look like they're trying to get him killed? Why? <laughs> if they're playing Olay blocking, just, hey, go get him. It's like, did he sleep with all their wives? Like, what happened? There's a story behind this I want to know. Why is Carson Wentz getting murdered every single game? He's turning into Andrew Luck. Just less talented. Andrew Luck was not that good. He was all right, but he carried a talentless Colts team other than T.Y. Hilton for many years. Okay, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna go to a closer game. We're gonna stop with these little layups. This one's not a layup. The Eagles and Bengals isn't a, is a tougher one. The, the Eagles gonna lose that game. Nah. So I'm gonna go. My game is gonna be the Washington football team. And Cleveland. How is that a closer game? Because it's 
It's Baker Mayfield or the team with no name. <laughs> Dwayne Haskins is just as talented as Baker Mayfield. He is more talented than Baker Mayfield. Mm. Who are you picking? My, I'm picking the Browns. You're going to pick against that Chase Young and that defense? I will take that pick happily. Thank you, sir. I know, I know you will, but I'm taking it for a reason that we mentioned earlier. Chubb. Nick Chubb. That will be the matchup of the game is that defense versus Chubb. They stop now, Chubb, they win. We can, now, but we can also, if we want to talk about uh, Faker Mayfield and Haskins, Haskins has 401 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Mayfield got 408 yards, three touchdowns, and two interceptions. You know, the thing with Faker, he will lose his mind and try to fit stuff that don't belong. He always if does. He can, if he can stop that. They win this game. If Chubb has almost two hundred yards, Chubb has almost two hundred yards rushing. Landry got over a hundred yards. Odell got ninety six yards. While we're talking about people who are having great years, though, how about Terry McLaurin out there in Washington? He's having a great sophomore campaign. He's balling, considering the lack of talent around him. And you, the clear number one receiver, and no one's stopping you yet. I can't name anyone in the Cleveland secondary other than Denzel Ward. So uh, if that whole line holds, we'll be good. We'll be good. I'll take that pick happily. Oh, Kansas State just upset Oklahoma. Unranked Kansas State just beat number three Oklahoma. Mm. And since we're – a lot of these games are actually really tough pick-ems. Now. I am going to jump over to the Tennessee Titans and Minnesota Vikings. I'm taking Derrick Henry to dominate that Vikings defense. Vikings haven't won a game yet. Kirk Cousins can't win in big time. And Tannehill's actually looking good. Why do you give me those bust-ass Vikings? You are going to be hanging with the Vikings when they lose. Sorry, Dalvin Cook. You don't have enough help. They should not have traded Wade Diggs. They should not have. Diggs okay. is playing good football. But Derrick Henry and Tannehill are just too much. Tennessee's defense is looking good, but you were absolutely right about Jadavian. He is taking plays off. He's getting paid to do it, but he's, he he's did taking it in time South off. Carolina. He did it in South Carolina, too. The only difference was he had one highlight he, play where he, he didn't do it. Nah, running back. He had, you mean the Michigan running back? No, nah, he had more than one highlight. But when he played teams like Georgia, you know, Florida, he didn't take plays off. When he played like Kentucky, Missouri, he didn't have to play as hard. Because the national spotlight like wasn't there. It's not It's not that easy in the NFL. Well, it's televised everywhere, especially in that region. So I knew it. All right. I got the Tennessee Titans over the Minnesota Vikings. You're stuck with Kirk Cousins. Good luck with that. You know what? I'll take Cousins and Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen. Thielen's a great receiver, but he needs help. He'd be a great number two. I don't see him as a true number one. He does. Okay, so since you threw me for that one. Oh, that page is done. I can put that to the side. I'm going to go with the Texans and the Steelers. I'm going to jump over to the AFC, and I'm going to take Pittsburgh. You're picking the defense. That's a uh, TJ Watts having a great year. I am, but I'm also hoping that Big Ben continues because he has almost 600 yards passing. Five to one touchdown to interception ratio. Juju's having a comeback year. He's playing a lot better than he did last year. Juju's still not number one. He's still not number one, but he's a good two. Figure that out. 
If they put him in the slot and have decoys on the outside, he'll he'll be much better. Because Chase Claypool is playing out of his mind as a rookie. Deontay Johnson has more yards received, though. So yeah. that's what you need to watch out. He got 150 yards, I think. I'm okay with taking Deshaun Watson on this one. Him and J.J. Watt will hopefully help me. We have all if three JJ, Watt brothers playing in that game, though. That's if J.J. plays the whole game because, you know, his, he's always iffy. Because he, he peaked and played, like, out of his mind his first couple of years when he was winning Defensive Player of the Year back-to-backs. To back to back to, for no reason. So yeah, because uh, JJ right. Watt, TJ Watt, and Derek Watt are all playing in that game. We have could all three Wobblers. Could they not come up with another initial for Derek? Did they just have to have TJ and JJ? Couldn't he be like DJ? Shameless Couldn't they give him a initial? <laughs> come on, I know he feels left out. Well, he's a I fullback, so I mean, like we care. He's just there. So I mean, what ooh scenario? Sweep to the left. Derek comes around the corner. Gets jacked by JJ. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I see you later on at home. <laughs> Imagine this like JJ Watt though lining up a tight end and his brother TJ has to cover him. <laughs> or what if or what if Derek runs over JJ? What if he plants him and he injures him? Will he be welcomed back at the house? That's gonna be an awkward Thanksgiving. I know that much. <laughs> it's like, dude, hey, you, you know, know how much guaranteed money you just cost me? <laughs> Remember I broke your collarbone? Mm. Okay. Uh, you Stop took it. the Texans. He took the Steelers over the Texans. Their defense is playing ridiculous. It is. Minka Fitzpatrick and TJ Watt. A lot of credit to them on this. Um, let's see. I am going to jump over to your favorite team, the Dallas Cowgirls, playing the oh, really? Seattle Seahawks. I know who you're picking. You I'm picking Wilson. Russell Wilson over Prescott. Battle of the MVP candidates in my mind right now. Make Seattle make team is way better. You're going to have to take the team you just lost to. Hey. That's how we do it. You're rooting for Dallas this week. That is – that that yeah. If you want to beat me, you're rooting for Dallas. I, I, just, I just need the others to all to win, and that'll be my only loss. That's how I'm looking at it. Seattle's going to play great. Metcalf is looking like a true number one. Gilmore gave him props after a game. He said Metcalf could be one of the most complete receivers he's played against in his career. Because Metcalf looks like a stud. Seattle's running game needs to show me a little something, but the way Russell Wilson's playing, you don't have to show me a lot. You just have to put up 85 yards, and Wilson will do the rest. Seattle's defense is playing great with your defensive pick, Jamal Adams. Showing up I everywhere. Need, I need Zeke to start playing better if I'm going to win this game. He ain't hit 100 yards in the game yet. He hasn't needed to. Prescott's been doing sniffed. it. Look now. Because he got paid and then his stats stopped. Let's call it what it is. He wanted to get paid. He got paid. He stopped giving a shit. He's doing the Javian thing. You're rooting for Dallas. I'm hating you with a passion right now. I know, because you have to root for Dallas. Okay, so I'm going I'm gonna do something that I don't want to do, but I have to do. You're going to root against your own team. I'm not even picking that. You're going to make that pick, and I'm going to just take whatever you leave. I'm not going to pick that game. Okay. Never. What do you got? <laughs> Unnecessary. I'm going to jump to the Packers and Saints game. You're rooting for the Packers. Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to pick the Saints to win that one. You're going to pick the way Drew Brees is playing, 
who doesn't have Michael Thomas this week over Aaron Rodgers, who's playing like a man out of hell with a running game to boot. Who does not have Devontae Adams. You will not need Devontae Adams the way the running game's playing. You First of all, you've seen that defense up front. You know they can shut down at anybody they feel like if they're one-dimensional. Aaron Rodgers without Devontae Adams is going to become a one-dimensional quarterback. They're going to run, and Cameron Jordan is going to come around that corner and introduce himself multiple times. I'm not going to disrespect Cameron Jordan, but Aaron Jones last week had himself a game. And if Aaron Rodgers gets running help, he's going to do great things. I'm very okay with this pick. Okay, so I got a question. Historically, which quarterback, Breeze or uh, Rodgers, has had the better defense? Saints. They've had a better defense. Who has the better defense this year? The Saints. So who on the Packers' defense – it's going to stop Alvin Kamara, who's their leading receiver right now. It's the second-year corner uh, king. So then who are you going to put on Traquan Smith, who has almost 100 yards? Zardarius Smith, the outside linebacker. What about Jared Cook? Who's going to stop him? Jesus. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yes, they don't. They've had a lot of. Who's going to stop Alvin Kamara? Is what I'm more worried about. It's not Drew Brees. Drew Brees is having a bad have, year, and he's making me look real bad. Thanks a lot, Drew. All that he got to do is that's see that's what's hurting with Thomas is out. They don't have King slant because you know he's taking three step in routes. He's not going. Thomas ain't going to beat you over the top. Not if you have a good safety play. No. So he's going to kill you over the middle, which is now what Kamara's taking this by. And Kamara's a lot faster than Thomas. Is his hands as good as Thomas? No. But he's a running back. Once he he gets the ball, is he going to be harder to bring down? Oh, yeah. Pretty pretty much. So you can go with A.A. Ron all you want and relax. Because he's a bad man. They're going to have that. They're going to get a loss. And Mm. I hate to to do it because they're going to win a game. And now while we're still picking tougher games, I'm going to pick a tougher one. I'm going to go to the Los Angeles Rams and the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I know who you're not picking. I am <laughs> picking the Los Angeles Rams. I know that. I knew you were going to go pick <laughs> They the have Bills. too many offensive weapons. McVay figured it out, and he's making Goff look good, which is saying a lot. And I say Aaron Donald is going to get to Josh Allen just enough to, to derail his season because Allen's playing out of his MVP. mind right now. MVP level. He's top five. He's top five MVP. I'm saying it. There. Are you happy? I said it. A Buffalo Bill player is top five in my MVP right now. 729 passing yards. That leads the NFL. You know who's number two, right? Matty Ryan. number two. Matt Ryan. number two. Six touchdowns. His QBR is 122.9. What is perfect again? 156? Yeah, 156 or so. Which is impossible. Which and you know why? Because he has who are we talking about? Stephon Diggs, who has about two hundred forty-nine yards receiving. Josh Brown, one hundred fifty-two yards. Cole Beasley, Cole Beasley, one hundred twenty-eight yards. He's got but some. They don't have a, the only problem is they don't have a running game because Singletary is only at eighty-six yards. 
He's a sophomore running back. I wasn't expecting crazy stats out of him. As soon as they lost Gore, I'm like, good, they're more one-dimensional. But then just Josh Allen decided to take that step forward, so we'll see. I'm taking the the Rams. Aaron Donald will get to Josh Allen. The problem with that is if they start to blitz, which the Rams are known to do, they're going to kill that blitz with short routes. Because Jalen Ramsey versus Stephon Diggs will define that game. Putting it on the record. Ramsey shuts down Diggs, they win. That's a wash. I'm saying that's a wash. Yeah. I'm saying it. But the problem is you still got Brown and Beasley you got to deal with. And I think Aaron Donald will cause enough pressure to where the throws will be inaccurate. We'll see the sophomore in Josh Allen step got, up. You know how they – don't they got to do to get Singletary involved? Screen passes. Screens. And then Aaron Donald reads those like nobody's business. He's a one-man defense. You run away from him. You do a screen pass to the opposite side of the field he's on. Then he's out the picture. That's yeah. how you beat a great player. We know this. If Aaron Donald is on the left, you throw a screen pass to the right. Make him run them down. Tire him out. That's usually how you take out the great players. Make them tired. Then when he's out the game, take over. Because he's not he's not going to play every single snap. He doesn't. They don't do that. He plays 90% of the snaps, but still. That's because you don't run him to the ground. No. If he's only running that way, you got a problem. If he's running this way, that way, that way, now it's a problem. Because Aaron Donald I mean, is he, ridiculous. He's still a grown-ass man. but Grown-ass man playing him. a grown-ass man sport. You can wear him out. So, All right. Who you got? All right. I'm going Jets, Colts. Oof. Battle of the garbage teams. Battle of the bushes. So I'm going to go with the Colts. Phillip because Rivers over Sam Darnold. I don't think the Jets will win a game this year. I think they might go over. I really do. This would be their only win. This is their only chance at it. They're they're that bad. You're making me root for the Jets. Oof. I know. Since I got to root for the Cowboys. Le'Veon's out. So it's Sam Darnold against the world. I think he's proven that Mr. Big Head is not ready for the NFL. No, he yeah, just he looked had. good because they're like, oh, a white quarterback at a USC? He has to be good. Like, they don't yeah, have a record of being did, busts. Did he even have one good year? He had, like, a decent year, but because of playing at USC as a white quarterback, he got the hype Hold he on, didn't Kurt, deserve. Wait a minute. You just said no white quarterback out of USC. It's Kurt Warner. I mean, no, Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer, sorry. Kurt Warner was on Matt. You forgot about Matt Leiter. He was trash. He was trash. <laughs> I watched him play in college, and he was great, but he was trash he in the was NFL. great because he had Reggie Bush and Mike Williams. He was great for them. What ever happened to great. Mike Williams? Did he, he got do anything? Buffalo. He got drafted by Buffalo, I think, and he fell into the line. <laughs> so all three of their greatest offensive weapons were busts. Yes, because Oof. they were great together. Because I saw all three of them play live when they played at the University of Washington in college. And they mm. dominated. That was a hell of a game to watch, though. Fuck. They were great in college. Remember, a lot of college, great college players don't become great NFL players. Put Tebow. Oh, wow. What, you, you see that? Anybody? No? Gazoom type. Thank you. Timmy T, back when taking a knee was not a divisive statement. No one cared about that. Damn you got to Tebow. Jets. Getting off tap. Stop it again. Stop it. Because I hate Tebow. I absolutely hate Timmy T. Yeah, one good game. One. Are you talking about the one where he took out the Steelers? Yeah, one good, and that was just one good pass. That was Demarius Thomas. That was all him. He just ran away from the secondary. He was short throwing everybody. Because then he played the Patriots the next week, and uh, And we made him look horrible and ruin his career. Basically, you made him look like he was. Yeah, 
because Belichick, he's like, really? Tebow, really, this is, what this I'm, is easy. I'm, I'm getting him. We just make him throw the ball. Everybody plays zone coverage. <laughs> no and, misses. And then after Tebow left, it was Peyton, and it was like, oh, great. Now I have to play this again. Right. Now we got to start this shit. Well, Peyton's got a defense. Like, great. All right. So you just took the Colts over the Jets. You're going to take Phillip Rivers, the gunslinger, over Sam Darnold. Over, over that Jets defense without Jamal Adams? I'll take that all day long. I can't name one Jets player on defense that does not play defensive line. <laughs> I'll take it all day and twice on Tuesdays. Play what you want to. Oh, no, they got like two good linebackers. I, I hope they play. <laughs> I hope they play well. All right. So that leaves us with three games on the docket, and they're all tough picks. Well, four if you want to count Thursday. There's only three games left. Oh, there is four. I did not see that one. I'm going to take that one then because I just found it. I am going to take the Panthers over the Chargers. I'm taking Teddy Bridgewater and Robbie Anderson, even without McCaffrey, over San Diego. And really? Herbert played great, but I'm going I'll with Herbert. Bridgewater had a hell of a game. Robbie Anderson's looking like he's having a revitalization of his career out there in Carolina. You know what? I'll take that. I'll, I'll take Justin Herbert. San Diego's defense, defense is better yeah. than the Panthers, but I say Bridgewater does just no, enough to get by. The Panthers have no quarterback. I mean, Bridgewater. no quarterbacks at all. No, no cornerbacks at oh, all. I was going to say quarterback. So, Bridgewater. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take them 311 yards he threw up in his first game. I'll take that. The Chiefs have no Hunter, defense, though. Hunter Henry. So. Who's going to guard him? Keekley ain't there no more. Thomas they, Davis is gone. They have uh, – Shaq Foster. Look. No, it's not Shaq Foster. It's um, Shaq Thompson. University of Washington. Wait. Throwing it out there. Look at the face. Do you see him press? No, I see um, a very bitter Falcons fan, though. <laughs> it's just natural now. It's like, it's... oh, Georgia. Hey. Oh, we just stuck. Back we on. just started. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Pull you back, Tony. Stop looking. Stop peeking. I can't. This is for the folks at home. It's a drug. Look, I'm a dogs fan. Pay and we're not playing. We're not playing tech this year, so I'm kind of depressed about that. That was an easy win. But okay, focus, focus. We have three games left, counting Thursday night. Who you got? I'm I'm taking the Thursday night game. The Broncos and the Jets. The, that's gonna be a garbage shoot. Taking the Broncos because, like I said, I think the Jets gonna go over. I have to root for the Jets twice. Oh, it's like and 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 pay attention and and. <laughs> Why do I have to root for the Jets? Because you didn't pick the game. Oh God, that's gonna suck. All right, twice in a week too. We got two games left. And they, oh, I know which one you not going to pick. Fucking Buster. I am going to pick the. Which game you going with? I'm going to pick in the Ravens versus the Chiefs game. Oh, I'm going, I'm picking Baltimore. You're an asshole. Their defense has been amazing. They haven't played a game that was within 
20 points yet this season. Lamar Jackson's still looking great. He's got plenty of offensive weapons to keep him busy. That defense is solid, and the Chiefs looked vulnerable last week, almost losing, if not for Harrison Butker's 58-yard field goal. He made three times. Hey, who did they almost lose to last week? San Diego. And who's that quarterback? Justin Herbert. Okay, okay, we good. Really? You're going to just jump on the Herbert train just like that? What's with you and rookie quarterbacks? You got a thing for the Look, man, young guys? You got the current MV. Oh, really? That's why <laughs> you want to do this? Let me know how you feel. You got to root for the Jets, homeboy. <laughs> I'm already crying internally. I'm and not rooting for the Jets. I need you to be J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. I need you to do that. S-U-C-K. Suck it, suck it, suck it. <laughs> That's not how you spell suck it. You left off two letters. You should have just said suck. See? See? This is what happens. Focus now. You gave me the Chiefs. Okay, that's the future. That's the future MVP versus the last MVP. Mm-hmm. Mahomes has five hundred yards and five touchdowns. Because he is their whole offense. There's nothing five, like five. Five touchdowns. Hmm. And he got six rushes. He got fifty-four yards rushing. And then we got Clyde's Edward Alaire. Don't He's playing great that, from no. Louisiana State University. We had to we had to see him twice and he beats at us both times. So did Burrow. I mean, offensive rookie of the year. This might be the runner up if he keeps this up. I wouldn't be shocked. The Jaguars rookie running back's looking great too. James Robinson. It's making it look yeah. like a wise move to let Fournette go, although Fournette's still playing great. Fournette's it's just playing. they got it cheaper. If your season's gonna be a waste anyway, go cheap. Play up for uh, Trevor Lawrence. Hmm. Get you your Clemson quarterback. That's going to be a, that's the, and that's the Monday night game too. Mm-hmm. That's a good. It's going to be the best Monday night games we've seen since the Rams played the Chiefs. Was that the one yeah. where they put up like 120 points? Oh yeah, it was back and forth. I was at the yeah. gym watching that. and I was like, this barely not even lifting my weights. I was watching it. It might be game of the year. Could be. It could literally be game of the year this early in the season. Got nothing going on on Monday night. Check that out. Oh, they're going to do it anyway. All right. So, your little ass. I left you with your team. Shoot. And the undefeated Bears. I don't want you to look. See how smooth it was? I just, just It's up there. I, I'm going to stick to my guns. I just I can't root against my team. I didn't want to make you root against your team, which is the reason why I picked the Monday night game. I am. I'm semi-respectful. I am a Falcons fan, and that's for life. It's unwavering. I don't care what their record is. I might hate the coach at this present time, or coaches, because it's a couple of them. Whole new staff. I'm going to take the Falcons over the Bears. Thank you for leaving me with Khalil Mack. He's injured and not playing. What? What did that happen? Is it like a he's year-long the, injury, or is it just like a... He's on the injury report. He ain't practiced all week. Is he, he questionable, practiced. or is he just out? He's questionable. That's all I need. A questionable Khalil Mack is not as dominant as a fully healthy Mack truck. The so whole defense what? is amazing, though. I'll take it. I'll take be fine. Yeah, because all our defenses are hurt. Julio might not play. We already had like four people get scratched. I mean... We Ridley's might. playing great though. He's like top five in receiving yards this year. No, he's top receiving yards. He's the leading receiver in the NFL. How many yards he got? Like three hundred. Uh, he yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, he had 151st game. He had like 100 something the same game. He had 100 something third game. It's just, We're entering week three. So I was saying he's going to have 100 yards. He's going to have 100 yards. No. I don't, I don't know if anybody on their defense, because you still got Russell Gage, who's a solid number three. That's why it's not saying much at number three, but okay. Yeah, it is when they, he had a 100 yard game. He'll be there number two because Julio's not playing. Right, unless Julio just comes out, but still. Mm, I'll be happy taking the Bears. I will be more than happy to take the Bears. But like I said last week, we were 13 and 2. This week we had to do diversify it a little bit, let the experts fight each other. Moving forward, we may do an experts versus the audience where we make our picks. You make your picks at home, see if you can beat us. We'll start doing some giveaways. We'll start giving some stuff out from grown A geeks. Like you, these beautiful displays you see behind me, if you can beat us on our predictions moving forward, and I'll, I'll get you I'll one donate. of these this time. This here you go. Watch this. I get. I got a lot of these laying around. <laughs> it's high quality paper for color. I can even put my. I can sign it. Say I'll sign it right now. Say hold on. I ain't signing that. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll sign it for you. You can frame this and put it up. Show your support. <laughs> my campaign <laughs> but for me i would throw in either one of these disc plates or we could let you pick a couple topics have you on that, let you talk and discuss your points i think that display need to be the year winner they got to beat us consistently we just ain't gonna award you with something great off the rip you might get lucky i need you to pick all the winners busters you have to beat us and at some point we will be having more guests on moving forward so if you can prove yourself week in, week out, that you know your stuff, we may throw you an invite. Have you hop on in and discuss some things with us. You pick topics. We'll get some prep time for it. We'll talk about it. we got things to say. But in order to do that, I need you to like the Facebook page. I need you to subscribe to the Facebook page. And I need you to watch our videos and get others to do it. If you do not get other people to subscribe, to view our content, hit that little bell. So when you see when you drop more stuff, you're not going to be entered in the qualifications. You must do all those things and beat us. We'll start throwing us some giveaway stuff. If we want to throw our own money, we'll make sure you're active participant each week. I need, right. I need people to comment on the video below when it gets posted to let us know that you'll be participating and I will need actual proof that you have shown the videos to other people in group and moved it along accordingly. With that, Tony, you got any final thoughts for our week three predictions other than firing Dan Quinn? No, that's pretty much it. All you want that's to do is I... fire Dan Quinn. Fire him. And for me, I can't believe I'm rooting for the Jets twice. What kind of cards have you dealt me? And why? In one week. In one week. I thought I was supposed to be the one that was a dick. Negative. Apparently you are in charge of that. <sighs> but last week, 13-3, and three, folks. This we week, have that I'm beating him again. Hi, wait a minute. What do you mean again? I just win by default. That's just how it goes. No, respect your elders, goddammit. <sighs> we at Grona Geeks will respect our elders. However... We will not help them walk across the street. Do it yourself.
I don't need help. I get on go kart and run you over. While we're on a tangent, we are going to conclude this video. It will be posted shortly. Be sure to like, be sure to subscribe, be sure to check out the Facebook group on the bottom right QR, and check out the bottom left QR code for the YouTube, which you should be already checking out anyway. With that, we'll be wrapping up this episode of Gag on These Balls. We are out. Thank <laughs> you.